the goodbye song from Out of the Box. That's the only song that came to me. What's a good hello song? <laughs> hello. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> it's us. It's us. I know it's been a long time. Probably like those Debbie Debbie Daddies that don't come around, but you know, we're Ooh, back. There we get on. <laughs> we're back, everybody. Even Exchange is back. Um What does she mean by hello from the other side? Um, I don't know. What's the other side? I don't know. That's what I'm like this deeper than I because I'm just thinking like, wait, she's the other you. side. <laughs> Does she mean death? You're right, right. That video was in black and white. It was a little bit, you know, old papers blowing in the wind. It was one of those kinds of things. So I don't know, Adele, were you talking about death? Right, was it deep? Deep, deep? Or was it, you know, Adele's gonna make you cry, so. Deep. <laughs> <sighs> what you been up to, Kim? Oh my gosh. Working, I don't like to say working like a slave. I just feel like it's disrespectful, but I've been working my ass off. <laughs> and I just say that yesterday when I talked to you, I was like, I'm not a slave, just say that. <laughs> we are no longer slaves, we are we not, not shackles. So let me just keep it cute, you know, towards my ancestors. Cause Cause you know what's crazy, because if we didn't want to work, we absolutely did not have to work. But in order to live in today's society and have the things that we have, you have to work. Yeah. So it does make you feel like a slave because I have to work to have whatever it is that I want to have. Unless you're, you know, rich trust fund, baby. <laughs> we are working for our things. Um, but no, seriously, I've been working back and forth to Tampa, trying to get my life together. And you know, now I'm here. <laughs> 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 trying to finish up this office, starting a new office. So I'm a busy geek, but I cannot complain. What you been having going on? I've just been working. And take breaks for me. Take breaks for me. You know what I did want to say? I don't like it when people ask me like what I've been doing or what I've been up to, and the only thing I say is working. I don't like that. Like I feel like I need to pick out something else because that's not the only thing you be doing, girl. And that's not like I just don't want my whole identity to be working. Like as dead as what my identity has been <sighs> the past couple months. I don't recall the last time I went out and had fun. I do not recall that. Because when you go out, you be working. So when was the last time I like, oh, Kim, come on, let's go hang out. Duh. That has oh not happened in forever. <laughs> so we when used I say to I'll be, be working, outside. I used to be, I used to be. What happened? Because I don't know about it, Kim, what you used to be. <laughs> but no, seriously, I don't like it. And I just, I don't like, it's the same thing with school. Like when I was in school and people be like, oh, you know, how's school going? That question used to like, because girl, school's going. Ask me about literally anything else. <laughs> Like, school is fine. That's just a given. Everybody's working. That's not something that, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's working. So, I was, I be trying to find other things to say. Yeah, I'm out here being a mom, but I'm a mom every day. So that's I still the, work, you know, though. Still work. What else can I say? I have nothing. I have nothing. nothing. We just keep busting out this song. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I'm just out here trying to find happiness. I got, all I got is TikTok, you know? TikTok keeps me going. I live through other people living their lives. Speaking of, Bama Rush talk has me in a motherfucking chokehold. What is that? Uh, Alabama, they be rushing the sorority. Oh, is that that? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, the uh, PWIs, they be doing rush okay. for sororities. Okay, okay, I don't know okay. if attorneys do it or not, but Alabama's own took over TikTok, so they call it Bama Rush talk, Bama Rush. So all we've been talking about for the past couple of weeks, bitch. <laughs> Them country girls got me in a chokehold. Do they? Kylan, if you're watching this, I love you. Grant, if you're watching this, I'm rooting for you. Like, I have my face. 
and I want to see them do well. And I'm learning about Rush. Okay. Because I went to HBCU. Things are completely different. You don't get on TikTok. They don't talk about what sororities they want to be in. Uh-huh. So I guess that's still a part of it being discreet. But the, as far as telling people you're rushing, you don't tell nobody you're pledging. Right. You know? Right. You, it's very discreet. Uh-huh. Everything. The whole process of HBCU is discreet when it comes uh-huh. to pledging. Because I guess that's the difference. It's pledging and then there's rushing. That Two completely different things. Okay. So I'm like, damn, so what Teach they do? Teach me. What they do? <laughs> It'd be a whole, first of all, school ain't start yet. The girls get there like a couple weeks before school mm-hmm. and they're able to go visit all the, you know, all they got them nice sorority houses on the campus mm-hmm, and things. Mm-hmm. They get to go through, pick their top, however many sororities they 10. They'll put them all on a list from one to 10 and hope for the best. And you're required to go meet every house. They, they got it scheduled out. It's wow. a computerized thing as well. I said, bitch, y'all are doing shit. But the thing is, if you like don't want to go, if you know you don't want to be SG Row, I'm just throwing that out. Yeah, you still got to go to the SG Row house oh, and okay. meet them. And if you don't, you drop from the whole thing. So like, you knew you wanted to be a Delta, like you really just had to be a Delta, but you still got to go see the Zetas, the AKs, the SG Rows. And if you don't, you can go to the next. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. move forward. So I, I see the pressure. <laughs> You, you are so into it. And I also, like, I get it on one hand. Like, I see why y'all want me to see everybody because everybody got something different to offer. Yeah. Somebody might change their mind. You might get an SG Row house, but, like, y'all bitches lit. And I really fuck with y'all purpose and the, the philanthropy of it all. And, like, hello, let me see, see what y'all got. <laughs> so I get it. Then, But people go walk into stuff with a mindset, especially you, like, say you legacy for whatever. Yeah, you know. You, you know. Your own, yeah. <laughs> what you have, your, you know. But some people change. You ever seen, like, it'd be a whole family. They all AKAs. Then they had that one daughter, granddaughter. She's the only Delta. Yes. Where did you come from? What are you doing? How egregious is that, really? <laughs> like, is that bad? Don't you ever <laughs> go against the family. Look. <laughs> <laughs> they be acting like you sold the family secret because or something. You, because what? You sat on your great grandma, your grandma, that is your mama, strange. your sister, your auntie. Everybody's sitting here. Want to go against the grain? This, 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 this. And then you come in and you're like, you know what? Actually don't fuck with y'all bitches and y'all like purpose and you y'all miss hate them girls. So I'm going over here with these girls and do what they see what they got. Them. How dare you walk in here in these colors? Like there it is. There it is. I get it. Okay, makes sense. But the whole rushing process, mm-hmm. I think that's why I like it a lot because they're just so open with it. Mm-hmm. Outside of saying who they actually want, it's just like you get to see the process and see how the sisterhood and everything works. I'm like, this is so cute for them <laughs> and their accents. Sheen, I got this from Sheen. My um shadow stuff, my rings are from Kira Scott, like no it's a Kend- Kendra Scott, like they I just I'm obsessed. <laughs> and the boy, it's a boy, his name is Grant. Okay. And everybody on TikTok is rooting for this young man because we're about sororities, women. Right. Yeah, you're a gay guy. You are openly like you're rushing. And you're going to everything. So I'm just like, they're really letting him go. That's so good. I'm happy as fuck. So yeah. I'm also like, are y'all playing in my face? Cause if he can't technically be in it, don't do this. Right, like yeah. y'all should tell him day one. Yeah. So if he get there on big day, which you know they get in their big ass stadium, all the girls, and they open up their envelope on the count of three, and they all see what house they got. Maybe that's like NBA draft. That's another thing I kind of <laughs> don't like about when it comes to rush. I'm like, wait, so I gotta wait till big day and open my envelope and see. Oh, I got picked by Zeta, but I really wanted Delta. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I wanted something else. So that's the thing. So you get to pick your top two on prep day, which I think was either today or yesterday. I think it's t- I don't know. You get to pick your top two. Okay. And then between them top two, assuming they picked you as well, you'll get one of those two houses. So if you don't pick at the end, though. No, so you just pick they your pick, preference. 
Like the house still has to pick you. Oh, okay. oh y'all have to match. Oh, obviously. That's kind of how it is. So if you want Zeta's top one and they wanted you as top one, you'll most likely get Zeta. Okay, okay, okay. But on the flip side of that, I really wanted Zeta, but Delta really wanted me. So now I got... Like, I'm still kind of figure out how that works. Yeah. Because you open that envelope, you're going to see Delta, and you want Zeta. It's going to be like... I'm disappointed. But the girls be hollering. Some of them be hollering and screaming, crying. Some of them be... <laughs> I haven't seen a reaction like that yet. Maybe those don't get posted. But I okay. know for a fact some girls have gotten the house that they didn't want. But at the same time, it's your top two picks. That's when a good it comes point. down to it. So I guess how disappointed are you? Really? Yeah. You got your number two instead of your number one. But you know, a lot of people probably just picking that that second one just because they need to pick one. That is true. <laughs> and they don't really care. You really want Zeta and they got their eyes on the prize. Um, I was gonna say I'm about to get into that, but that's on TikTok. But I am gonna have to do my Googles because that sounds it is a process. That sounds very interesting. Sisterhood Brown, it's, it's philanthropy, and hi, I'm you, my kid. Is you doing it? You sound like the glam twins. My <laughs> God, maybe you want to go to Alabama for a second. I was like, I just want to go up here. Like, you no, know, I would go for the blacks. What y'all got going on there? When I tell you, okay, so it's like one black girl per house in my, from what I've seen, yes. and the, you know, us HBCU, we over here like, hmm. That's can I just say that scares me? I don't understand. I'm not guessing you grew up around these people, so it's probably normal okay. for them. Fair. <laughs> it's normal for you to be around these people because you probably went to a school where you was probably the only black girl or the only black, you know, boy, whatever. Uh-huh. So for you, you don't feel weird about it or anything. And also, it looks like they just picked that one black girl to say that they're diverse. <laughs> you can take that angle if you want to, but you know. <clears throat> I don't know what I heard growing up was that white sororities were dangerous. <laughs> so. I'm just saying. And that's why I'm scared for Grant because I'm like, if they know, because you have your bylaws and they know who they can accept and who they right. can't. Versus on belief, because some of them are very Christian, some of them yeah. are very whatever, yeah. academic. You know you can't take this young man. And he done put you down on his preference like number one, number two. Are we going to play this through all the way through bid day? I hope not. If Grant ain't in that studio, I'm studio stadium on, on fucking um, bid day. Y'all are going to riot. We're gonna riot. Because how dare you? You say everybody's TikTok for this man. Yes. Aww. I gotta show you when we're done. Definitely. Like, I him. really wanna see. He be dressed up. The skirts, he be with the whole sheen. You know, and he come out there. They really all say sheen. 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 That's why I was like, what? What is sheen? Like, am I missing something? So the whole time. was like, Grant, is she in? He was like, I'm from Alabama, huh? It's sheen. And we just all busted. Period. <laughs> Tell him. But I was going to ask you, since we're on the subject of sororities and things, at your school, uh-huh. did they do Rush? Y'all had sorority houses on, out there? In Tampa. Not in the same people. Okay. I but that's never... a thing for y'all, because you know, the HBCU. Ain't no big ass AKA house. Right. Ain't no big ass like the Alphas them had a house I, rec- I can recall. It wasn't huge. The, any like any Greek that we had on the campus I went to was very much like small business oriented. It wasn't like the Divine Nine. It wasn't giving fun. It wasn't giving you know. It wasn't giving any of that. So, so y'all did have. They that, definitely did. But it just wasn't as big and. If they did, it was not. It was not at the St. Pete campus. It was at the Tampa campus. Whatever. But when you did see them, was it like a big thing? No. Boo. It was That's not, not fun. It was not a big thing on my That's campus. That's not fun. Yeah. I was like, ask that. Because on the flip side of Alabama, do they have AKAs and Deltas? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. I would like to see that side of the campus then. I would too. Because I don't... Why are the blacks? That's what I'm... Because it's the, the Divine Nine only at HBCU stuff. Huh? Because you just asked me this question and I said no, yes. No, because, but, uh, no, because they have AKs on FSU campus. You know okay. what I mean? They have okay, them okay, there, okay. different chapters at different schools. Obviously. It's okay. just at HBCU, it's more 
Right, it's more it's a bigger thing. It's yes. more, you know, a grand situation. Which I know that shit got to be top ten experiences if you go there. And now, if that's what you're interested in, I know that shit is fun. Absolutely. Because if you go to you do it at PWI, I don't want to say it's the watered down version of you know, it, it, but is. it's the fucking watered down the watered version, down version of, of it. If the Divine Nine started at the HBCUs, I would imagine. That's like pledging. Because um, I feel like I know a couple people, they pledge AKA at um, UNF or some shit. You know what I mean? It's like, hmm. Yeah. How was that? Probably not giving the same. Giving. I ain't gonna try to down talk y'all. I'm sure it was I'm fun. Not, I'm, I know y'all got y'all things. But I, I, things. I, 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 I don't just, I just think you can't deny the HBCUs that it's much more, especially well, at Howard. I bet that shit is insane. Well, when I tell you, I want to rush them. I really, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do that. And I don't imagine if the Divide Nine did a rush week situation. That's interesting. First of all, chaos. Right. Fucking total chaos. But you're saying, like, it's both of y'all. Y'all are very secret about it. Like, y'all are very, like, you're not supposed to say who you want to pledge. Yeah. And I don't think they to... do that. But also, it's just so open that you are pledging. Because it's nothing, like, if you're pledging, no one is supposed to, quote, unquote, know. Okay. You might be like, damn, what the fuck Tommy at? We ain't seen that nigga the past three nights. Like, he always seemed to disappear. It's like, is that nigga online? Like, they don't <laughs> come like okay. that. Okay. And then, boom, a month later. Right. He's sitting out there with his line brothers in the middle of the fucking night <laughs> pledging. Number nine. Number nine. That is so true. You'll get that text from your friend. Hi, guys. I want to invite you. Oh, whatever the fuck. I, I can't remember what the shit she's been saying. You've been online this whole time, bitch. You know, but your friends will tell you, but like people who you just, you might have been in class with them and y'all used to have a study group and uh-huh. all of a sudden the girls started coming. Stop coming. You're like, where the fuck is Kendra? <laughs> This whole been online this whole time. Good for her. Very interesting. I had no idea. That but they watching... be on the TikTok with their OOTDs and it's sisterhood day and today is prep day. And, and so this, okay, so this only happens at PWIs? Or are you just not familiar with it happening at HBCU? Ain't no fucking white sorority at HBCU, so I know it ain't happening with us. Oh, okay. And it's definitely a, a, a them thing. Mm-hmm. We ain't got no white sorority. <laughs> we don't need that. Damn, Daniel. Interesting. So now I'm like, damn, was FSU doing this? I'm pretty sure every school with the you know white fraternities and sororities have some have a rush week, but I didn't realize it was the as big oh, until right. I got on Bama Talk and I was like, damn, what FSU rush at? I want to see. Oh, where you left rush at? Now I'm gonna look. Now I'm gonna look. That she'll be up all night. Bitch, <laughs> oh she got her beat. I'm so happy for her. And the girl Kyla, I'm so y'all. Don't know how long we been talking about this? The girl Kyla, because I'm just so obsessed with the doggone girl. She is Miss Teen Ohio. Oh, okay, is that Cute. right? And I know she's in the pageant world, so everybody's like, everybody comes like, I know she's going to get her house because, you know, she's this, she's that. She already got fucking endorsement deals from Marshalls and shit. They done did her dorm and shit. You know, like, she's that girl, you know? Excuse me. So, it's giving whatever house the fuck she want to be in. Not that I'm saying they want her as well. Okay. I don't see no house where, like, nope, don't want that bitch. Uh Uh-huh. I don't see it at all. So, I think her number one will be, she'll match up perfect. But the other girls, you know, the normal ones. (laughs) The and not here with the endorsements and the pageantry and the coin. Do you think that's fair? I mean, I get. I, mean, I don't see why it's not. You just, the one thing about it, you gotta make your presence known. Yeah, and she did it before she even you. got there. She so, if you want to stand out, you gotta stand out. <laughs> wow. And that's another thing too. Oh, if you gonna pledge and stuff, like it's good for you to have a presence. I guess on campus. Don't quote me on this, but to have a presence on campus. Mm-hmm. If you miss, little miss ducked off, you like I'm Lexi. I'm good. I'm straight. I ain't gotta worry about it. I ain't yeah. got to do shit. Don't nobody know who What you have are. you done on campus? What have yeah. you done for the community? Like you, we don't see you. Yeah. So here you are trying to apply or you know trying to pledge, Makes and sense. they and thinking you a shoe in because what your mama did it eight years ago. You know what I mean? Things like that. Like that's how it be. Or your grandma did it twenty years ago. <laughs> Cause some people really feel entitled to, and you know, that's just my opinion. 
<laughs> your nana pledged 30 years ago and you just feel like that's your end and that's all you had to come with. Legacy, and you baby. ain't come with shit else. You just, my grandma pledged 30 years ago. Y'all should let me in. You ain't got no community service. You ain't nothing, nothing, nothing. You don't check none of these boxes other than your grandma. So, but they get in, I'm sure. I was going to say, do they let people I'm sure they let people in. But some ladies don't make it. So, I mean, shit. Hey, that must be awful. If you're a trash, you're a trash. But damn, you're a legacy. I mean, I know that's not supposed to be a shoe in but can you imagine going home to your, you know, your mama, your granny, your aunties, and being like, yeah, I didn't get it. <laughs> like, you had all this backup. Mm-hmm. You yeah, everything. Or imagine you legacy and you don't have the grades. Or you don't oh, have the the money resume or the money. Yeah. yeah I actually got the money. <laughs> so like you were probably a shoe in, but you just slipped on these other little things. If you want to pledge, you know, don't shout it to the world, but you better start prepping for that shit in high school. Absolutely. And again, a lot of people me, I didn't know nothing about that that life. So mm-hmm. I get the camp. I'm like, what the fuck is this? These people I knew the sorority. Right, yeah. But I didn't know any processes or things like that. But people who like said they're your, your legacy, like your parents should have put you up on game years ago. Right. And if you wanted to shit do that together and yeah. you wanna be like them, then you already walked in knowing what you had to do. Which is everybody nice. wasn't so fortunate. So for the girls who made it who didn't have that type of guidance. I fuck with it. Over somebody whose legacy, you should be ashamed. Your legacy, you knew what the fuck was going on. I came in this bitch blind. Like, (laughs) how you let somebody who came in blind outdo you? You had a leg up times 10. You did, yeah. Especially your mama or whoever did on the same That was fun. I love that. I love brush talk. Oh my God. Whole new world. But we have some topics. I don't know my phone. I love how y'all put talk on the end of whatever subject y'all talking about. Thank God for that. Plant talk, corporate talk, uh, fucking budget talk, (laughs) debt talk, relationship talk. Like, I will sit there and search every single category. (laughs) Food talk. Love it. Clean talk. Clean talk. Don't get me on TikTok, okay? Get on clean talk. I don't know if they got to organize talk with bitch. I'm sure they do. Get on it. Oh my goodness. I'm staring at my phone. How many? Go to your screen time right now. How much time you spend on TikTok? It just came up while I was driving, first of all, and said it was down 45% while you're sitting here finna holler at me. Thank you. I keep But going. I want to know what the average. I want to know too because I just saw it while I was driving. I ain't really check. Yeah, go find it. I don't know what that shit is. But um, it literally popped up while I was driving. I thought it was still on notification. So I swiped down. Mm-hmm. It said something went down 45%. It's low then, but that. Mm. Uh, so, bitch. <laughs> 1% from last week. Yeah, it's just up. 81% just from last week? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Fuck the internet. <laughs> Not TikTok, though. But you haven't taken your social media break, so tell the people about that. Mm-hmm. It's really just been Instagram and Facebook. I haven't really, I don't have much to say on there. I feel you. Other than on my you business pages. You know people be, yeah. it's money. Me, money. Money? <laughs> <laughs> I want to have a shirt so bad. Money? Question mark. <laughs> oh, me and Mo be on the phone, and she gets silent, and she walk away, and I'm like, Money? Huh? Where did she go? <laughs> what I was about to say, because I've been looking around Kim's apartment, and I started thinking about, like, um, decor talk or organized talk and clean talk. You could literally open your phone right now, start a TikTok, Kim's organization, whatever, and just start shuffling shit around. Mean views. <laughs> Do it, bitch. Get over here. Move the K over here. Move that white thing over there. Views. That's it? I swear to God, Kim. People eat that shit up. It'll just be so simple. You never have to show yourself. You probably never have to do a voiceover. You just put the popular song over it, start showing shit, turn the light on and off. And that's a TikTok. Wow. It could be so simple. Love it. The engagement on TikTok is crazy. They are pushing that shit. Especially even on Instagram Reels. What are pictures? (laughs) I swear pictures get no play. None. 
you post a picture right now and it's like, where the shit gonna go? I feel bad for the photographers on uh, Instagram because <gasps> if you're not doing video, baby. <laughs> and I hear a lot of, that's the thing, I, I hear a lot of, not just like, you know, regular people like us and influencers or like small influencers, but like even bigger artists, people who make millions of dollars are talking about how they do not want to get their ass on TikTok or just make videos, period. Like they just don't want to do that whole thing. And I'm just wondering like, because their, their managers will literally be like, yeah, you got to make this TikTok. Or their labels will be like, yeah, you got to make this TikTok for this engagement so that we can sell whatever, whatever. And they be like, girl, I do not want to do that. Mm. <laughs> and so I'm wondering how does that play into everybody? If you're creating on social media, Instagram specifically, I'm just wondering what's going on. If your best bet is just to hire somebody who does want to do it and just let them record you. That's or what do your content I'm for you. That's, that's the number legit one. legit considering that. Well, I, I think that's the best fucking bet. Because think about all the celebrities who you, I ain't gonna say Beyonce don't make her own content, but if she was to make a TikTok right now, do you think it's her doing it or some other? Can you imagine Beyonce hired? sitting in? That's what I'm that saying. <laughs> they gonna hire somebody to do it. So I mean, definitely. That's another we thing. So too. why can't you? It's not like you gotta, you know, set up the phone and edit it like oh, other regular basic bitches. Like you got people that you got resources, people you can hire to do so that. So you think they'll have the best content out there yeah. all the time, and they don't, and they wouldn't be opposed to doing it because they don't actually have to be the ones making it. Yeah. I just wonder what content they would like to create because at the same time, they do have to, I don't say have to, they keep stuff secret. Like Beyonce working on her album, pop out with the shit. She wasn't out here giving us a little BTS, you know, behind right, the scenes right. type shit. But if she was that type of girl, we'd be like, damn, what's she working on? She posted a new TikTok of her, the goddamn, on a horse. What the fuck is that? You know, like, <laughs> little behind the scenes. She don't do that. She does so not. You just have to be that type not of artist. Until after. Beyonce is the kind of person that don't do that shit till way after you done consume the shit. Imagine her showing us a clip, a TikTok, a reel of her in the I studio. I wish. Like, literally in the studio, like, damn, it's, it's mute, it's just music in the background, all a voiceover of her. Yes. First of all, 3,000 <laughs> million views. Like, it's just... <laughs> the views of just her Three in the studio. Million. The girl ain't got to say nothing. It could really be silent. Yes, it really And does. we will all eat that shit up like she's in the fucking studio. She's on, on TikTok. On a TikTok. Right. <laughs> What the fuck? Is she rapping? She's singing? What's going on here? The money. The money. They just get paid. For they do. Okay. So that social media shit is serious. When you see somebody with 3 million views plus on every video they fucking post, the money, Kim. Because <laughs> I feel you, like you get paid Kim. per every thousand views. If you got 3 million views plus on every video, the money, Kim. Yeah, I bet TikTok is paying the girls. And I heard that, you know, YouTube and Facebook and maybe Instagram pay more than TikTok. Oh, really? I'm sure I YouTube feel like YouTube does. does definitely. Yeah. But see, if you're on YouTube and you got 3 million plus views every video, the little kids and they'll be watching. I'm like, that bitch got 40, 40 million views. <laughs> this hoe is paid. When you first told me about Ryan's toy reviews, I was like, hello, Rich. <laughs> rich. But yeah, the social media landscape is definitely changing and a bitch is scared. I ain't gonna lie to you. And everybody wants to, I think, a lot. some people go into it, they want to make money from it. Yeah. So their content is, bitch, I'm trying to go viral yeah. immediately. And some people put genuine content out and it just so happens to but go pick viral. Because yeah. you see people doing weird ass, wild ass shit. And it's like, you really wanted this shit to go viral that bad? You risking your health Wanting and life. Wanting to health, go mental. viral got to be a sickness. It got, it. Dead it, ass. People do wild shit just in hopes of going, shaving your head. Not even just doing, but like people will really say whatever wild shit. Like you ever hear somebody say something that's absolutely ridiculous because they the know comments, people they are it. coming for them. Yeah. Like that on shade room the and outrage and that whole, like, I, I, I don't see it for that. <laughs> Everybody ain't got to go viral, baby. You do that. You be in the shade room comments. You see somebody, you know, like, why would you say that? And it's because you know everybody going to click on it and comment and then there go your followers. Now everybody want to know who the bitch just said this raggedy shit. They go to your page, they might like what they see, they might follow. Right. So then you grow on a phone. Right, 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 right. 
That's how that shit go. It's social media. Social media is a sickness. Okay. We got to get to these topics because I, listen, Rush, I'm There was a topic I, I was thinking about um, just now when you was talking and there was some people talking about it on Twitter and some people, like in our generation, I'd say like 27 to like 35, were talking about the girls who were starting, you know, school in a couple of weeks or now or whatever. And it was some girls, like high school girls, that were hiring makeup artists for their first day of school. And everybody has such a problem with that. Calling them, like, y'all little bitches, da 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 And I'm like, are y'all really calling teenagers bitches because they got full face of makeup? Like, I just, listen, I must be the first person to say that there's no way I could be in high school right now because I can't compete. The girls got Balenciaga. The girls got full lashes, full frontals. I don't have that, okay? So I was giving, you know, L'Oreal True Match and Nikes back in high school. So I don't know about, you know, what's going on today. But the girls were, like, really upset that they hired makeup artists to, for their first day of school. What are your thoughts? Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's expected because, like you just said, I, I noticed the, 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 the designers that the girls were wearing. I'm like, yep, I see it all coming, the hair and the fronts. And another thing I want to point out, these girls, these, they're paid. Like, these girls are they doing got, hair. Yes. They have lash wrists. Other businesses. So the kids in high school now making way more money than we was ever fucking making in high school. And I do remember girls wearing lace fronts in high school. They were ugly. Yeah. But they were wearing them. So I don't want to. This is about. And designer for us back then was like, what, Hollister and Abercrombie? That was our designer of our time. It was a thing that set you up. But please don't try to act like, as soon as you get old, like, everybody trying to act like, oh, well, back in my day, we wasn't doing all Like, yes, we was. We was and talking we about, was, it was just equivalent to that time. Exactly. Or talking about how the kids, like, it was this one lady, I guess she's like a, a teacher or whatever, which is crazy that people our age are teachers now. But she was a teacher and she was talking about how, like, she was hearing the kids talk about sex and stuff like that and how, you know, the boys want their girl to be thick and all this other stuff and we weren't doing it. Yes, we were. We were. We absolutely we were. were. We were talking about we sex. About sex we were fucking. Yes. Please. Skipping school and Cut shit. Like, don't. We ain't got to do that. We don't have to lie. We just weren't looking like them. Right. And in 10 years, 20 years from now, we're going to be having the same conversation about when Camille and in the school. It's like, I can damn. only imagine. Do you feel like teens, people in general, do you feel like they have to go through the ugly, awkward phase? Because it seems like people are <laughs> mad that the girls today are skipping that phase, that they go from being little kids to bad bitches. So like, right, because you got kids in elementary school, first day of school pitches, and it's like, you a little mini bitch. Right. Like, you are a star. You know me. <laughs> and I, just because times have changed, that's just what it is. We know how to do think, more things with our hair, our makeup, our outfits. And they and have the resources. They we have get, the resources that we did not have. You got 50 million people on YouTube teaching you how to do makeup. Absolutely. I didn't have that when I was in school. We can video chat with somebody in China right now. I just, I don't, I You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the thing. I don't understand why they were getting so upset and then lying. Like, y'all don't have to lie. Times have changed. Y'all gotta get with it or, you know, sit back and complain like you're doing right now. It's, it's just, just times have like, changed. But you sound like the old bitter hoe that you was talking about when you was in high school. Because like, our grannies and stuff, they were saying the same the shit same about shit. us in school. We, again, compared to now, we weren't even doing shit. Right. I walk house, my little doing more than y'all telling me I'm doing that. Uh, too much. Like, I can't get I got a little back out. Y'all acting like a little wing liner and a bitch Listen, a little wing liner and the girls acting like you was a slut. You got all that makeup. Right. Bro, some more wing. I know some more long today. But... Like a little brown girl. Good grief. <laughs> little lip gloss. Y'all, don't be mad at the girls because, you know, they got contour. I can't be mad. What I do kind of, I want to say draw the line is I don't want to see Camille in fourth grade with a frontal. No, certainly not. I don't see. I don't even think I want to see her in sixth grade. With no, I don't think frontals should be until high school. High school, cool. Do your big one. Yeah. That middle school, elementary shit. Calm it down. Let's just tone it down just a bit. <laughs> you know, everybody. Some kids got a little hair, so 
they've got to do what they can. I know some of y'all kids, y'all kids be bald heads. I hate I'm just to say, say this, but do you know who Victoria Monet is? She mm-hmm. had that song, um, she had that album Jaguar. <laughs> she be writing all Ariana Grande songs. See, justice for Victoria Monet. <laughs> Because I love her. She's so talented. Yeah, she knows she's so talented. Anyway, her daughter, right? She got she had a baby like a couple years ago. And I, I mean, it's not like she's going to listen to this. But her baby is bald-headed. And I was wondering, like... And, you know, most kids be bald-headed when they're born, but they grow hair. This baby is like one and a half. And she really ain't got no hair. It and happens. I, it happens. It was like this reel she put up where she had got she had finally got the baby's hair in this little tiny-ass ponytail. So I was like, she, you know your baby is bald-headed. Like, you know... <laughs> I would be so annoyed if my baby was still bald at that age. Like, some kids be born with a full head of hair. You know what? And that's why I can't, <laughs> I can't have no more kids. My next child gonna be bald, bald, bald. The way I be calling kids, little hell? Girl, my next child ain't gonna have but one strand on it. They pull her head, so I can't even do it. Oh, my God. Because y'all kids don't be having hair. And it, it ain't, like you said, sometimes they, their hair just sprout out of nowhere. It's like, damn, I remember yes. when little Keisha was bald AF, but yes. now this girl hair touch her butt. Right. It happens. But some kids, you be like, yeah, girl, hit the third grade. Still kind of tight. The little old hair. No book. All you can put is a headband, but that's okay. <laughs> I just don't know what I would do. It's not, let me not, because it's really not that important. It's just hair. But still. Oh, it's just hair. Oh. Y'all know people, black people especially, want their babies to have and the girls doing nails now too. We had nails in high school. Don't get me wrong, but like, I was talking about elementary middle school girls with nails. Yeah. When was your first set of nails? Probably mi- mine was eighth school. grade. Yeah, mine was <laughs> I think like seventh grade. <laughs> I said, can I get a, you know? We only could do it for eighth grade graduation. So oh, she let us do it. I remember asking right, Tara like, "Can I get my nails done?" She took me to the Walmart up in the, at the oh. nail salon in the Walmart. She's like, "Do you know what to ask for?" And I was like, "No." She's like, "Ask for a full set, full set, extra long." Thank you. <laughs> And at the time, I was only doing white tips. We were only doing like French. That was the thing, right? So we all graduated. All of us had eighth grade graduation without nails, right? I remember my friend Bridge. She had press ons. We was like, mm-hmm. you know, just talking shit. We like, I'm a not press ons are a thing. So let me shut up. Justin got on to me because I was talking shit the other day. About press-ons. Yes. It's me trying to find a perfect pair. I'm trying to figure out how they, you know, match that shit up with your nails. I you like know. the cut, like the people who make custom press-ons. Like, yes. like my nail tech over the pandemic, she was making custom press-ons. Yes. Which makes sense because she gets your, you know, nail measurements. That's why I, I think something like that. That shit from Walmart that y'all just be slapping on y'all right. nails and it don't look like it going on. Right. I don't like that. That's what it lose me. I, I want don't. the ones that look like, bitch, you got a fresh set. You look good. And I know that, you know, like the brands have, in the store brands have stepped up or whatever and have better yeah. press-ons now, but at the time. Time. It was giving kiss, and I didn't like that. But yeah, the girls are like grown, grown. I did. I try not. Would you call it grown to be in middle school with nails and a lace front? Maybe a lace front. Oh. Not nails. I don't think nails is that big of a deal. But a lace front is a lot. What's too young to get go get your nails done? Too young to get your nails done. I don't know because you you have some people who trip about like you know when like moms take their toddler girls to go get their nails painted. A lot of dads don't like that. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out why that is. I don't know. Like acrylics, I'd say like. 10, anything under 10. Because, like, middle school, I mean, middle school is, like, when you get, like, 10, 11. Like, 11, I would say. Because mm-hmm. that's when, I mean, that's when I got my first little set of nails. I don't see nothing wrong with that in middle school. I think, I like, think Kitty's thing was, because she's always getting her nails done, and we always went. Her thing was, somebody got to maintain this shit. It ain't free. 
True. So if I'm getting my nails done, you and you, let me, oh, I, me and my sister. Yeah. Who paying for this? Right. <laughs> so it do become a bill because now your it child is. getting a lace front right after you hop out the chair. This shit say free. These wigs is not cheap. Like they're not. That's so now crazy. it's another bill. That's why I wasn't getting them. I don't think it was. Well, it might have been because my parents thought it was too grown, but it was also because they didn't want to pay for it. Right. I really doing? started getting this shit when I started paying for it myself. If they wanted to pay for it, I'm pretty sure it would have been fine. Yeah. I don't think there's anything inherently, like, grown, though, about hair. Like, about a lace front. Like, a lace front is a lace front. I just feel like... Maybe the inch, then. Because if you see a sixth grader with a 30-inch bust down, middle part... I'm going to be like, what the fuck is What is happening? <laughs> what is this? So, I guess maybe it plays into them. Because I'm t- I wish I could picture a sixth grader right now with a 30-inch walking into class. Where are you going? And why you got your mama wig on? Because <laughs> who paid for that? Shit, the girls making their own wigs now, like you just said. These girls, and I just imagine, yeah, if we was in middle school doing makeup and nails and hair, these Good girls makeup. got. Cause back then, I tell you, I didn't think we could do that. I thought nails was like an Asian. I didn't realize black people did nails. Oh, okay. I think it wasn't until like high school when my friend Kira got her nails done by a black lady. It was Mary Nails right there. Our, the shop was still there, and I, we went there and sat with her. And I was like, it's a whole salon full of black women doing nails. I was like, bitch, black people do nails. This is new, right? <laughs> I didn't fucking know. Cause every time you walk into a nail salon, who is it exactly? So <laughs> I've only I had used to have a black nail tech, a black lady. She used to do my nails for like a couple of years, but that was the I only. That's the only black lady that has ever done my nails. I know about this. So now the girls know. Like when Camille grow up, she gonna know. Like mm-hmm. you can be a nail tech, or a hairstylist, or nurse. You don't obviously be nurse lawyer and all that good stuff. But you can make you some good coin. You just learn how to do some braids. Mm-hmm. And now they know that. And so these girls, like I said, they're paid. They got the resources, it's and they got the resources. They can learn how to do whatever. They can learn like to as early as they want as to. <laughs> Camille, please learn how to do some braids. I had to wait till college to learn how to do some makeup Hello. oh you should oh my god you should have seen my high school makeup i look like casper the ghost do you feel like it's more pressure on the on the kids growing up yes. now because now the parents are seeing like you could be making this amount of money now you ain't gotta wait till you're in college or a full adult you can go buy a 360 booth right now or we can invest in that for you and you can start making your money on the weekends right now and some oh, kids thanks. you don't want to work or you're i don't say lazy or however you feel but everybody don't want to work right yeah so that's what I'm saying. Is it more pressure now? Because parents also see it. Because I think well, I didn't even yesterday. And I saw the dad. He was talking to his daughter on the side. He was like, "See, this is what I'm telling you. Get, he was kind of telling like, get your stuff together so you can start working for yourself and do a thing." And she was kind of like giving him a look like, "How old was she?" It was giving high school. Oh, okay. So I think it was just kind of like a little pep talk. But it's like I almost say he was putting so much pressure on her, but mm-hmm. he just kind of opened her eyes to you know you could do stuff yeah. like this. Yeah. You could work for yourself and you know make good money. I thought she was talking about like peer pressure, like the pressure to look good, the pressure. Is to- that that as well? That's. A different conversation, think but like I think that. parents uh, might be pressured. Not gonna say, which is I wouldn't say pressure. That's what yeah, I wouldn't call pressure. pressure. I'm maybe guiding them because if you in high school, you see everybody around you making money, having fun, buying their own first car and shit, and here you are home on the couch. I told you, my daddy was trying to make us into little hustlers when we was in elementary school. If Camille get to high school, act like she don't know how to make a fucking dollar. I'm gonna be pissed. Cause what are you talking about? <laughs> you, your whole family entrepreneurs. Are you out your fucking mind? Leech. Hey, hey, hey no. <laughs> You will not be elite on my fucking watch. I get out here. Do not approve. Get your shit together. You are your red ass mind. You will not be a shit. I will not let my First of all, leave. y'all, Camille is six years old. <laughs> and she already has a couple businesses under her belt already. She better not play at my face. I'm not kidding. Because you going to get to high school. And she'll probably get to middle school and the girls going to already have. The girls be making bracelets. The little kids, they be doing it. They be having little hustles, you know? They definitely do. So you want to be the broke one in the, in the class? Do not do that. <laughs> that. You want that to be you? 
Because they are still children, okay? Child labor laws. They are. I wonder how to... Because some kids, they told their parents, like, they don't want no new shoes. They don't want no designer. They don't, they don't care about that. Mm-hmm. And then some kids, you know, they either buy it themselves or their parents are younger like us. If I'm wearing Balenciaga sneakers, I would hope that my child have some too. Yeah. So you have them type of parents. They buy it for themselves. They buy it for their kids. Mm-hmm. So... I'm trying to figure out what's the pressure like in high school. Like, you got one sibling still in high school. Yes. How has that been? They start school? They start school tomorrow. It's like, oh, okay. It's a bad school for real, for real. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out. So, when she go to school, I'm assuming Maya, let's say she don't like Balenciaga. She don't care about no designer. Mm-hmm. But everybody else got on designer. Is she going to feel the pressure to want to up it up and wear a designer now? Or is she going to be like, you know what? I'm going to stay in my lane. Like, this is where I'm comfortable and be okay. You know what? I don't, I'm not fast that. I don't actually know. And knowing her, I would think that she would not feel that pressure. Because, I mean, you got no money. And your parents don't want to girl. <laughs> so I would hope that she would know, like, let me stay in my lane. Like, that's not for me or whatever. Okay. Because I'm like, is that going to make you want to buckle down and be like, you know what? I want to wear whatever the fuck. And I need to go make my own money. I need to figure out a way to, I don't want to say catch up. But I guess catch up. If, you, if that's what you want to do. But then that's the thing. It's like, okay, well, that's assuming that the people that are wearing those things are buying it for themselves. Yeah. Because if your parents buying it, you ain't no point in trying to catch up with grown people. <laughs> Please by the time, time compete with a rich by the time kid. you get the damn shoes, they gonna be on to the next shoe, and it's like, all right, yeah, back to the drawing board. And we all know people trying to keep up with other people's lifestyles is not the way to go. We had a, me and Kitty had a conversation about this because a guy we did a, a pageant not too long ago. A guy he was from out of town. He was like, I heard about y'all all the way, wherever he was from. He was like, I'm trying to catch up with y'all. I'm trying to catch up with y'all. You know, we had a nice conversation with him, but we got back in the car. I was like, people who are trying to catch up with other people, yeah. are you ever really going to catch up? Because you can't make your next move until I make my next move. By the time you catch up to me, I'm already on the next five moves. So trying to play catch up, yeah, I don't think that's the move. I really don't. I don't know if you meant like, I don't know what these people be meaning by that. But please stop trying to play catch up with people that you don't, that you can't. You cannot compete where you don't compare. <laughs> so just. I just get it. Up. I don't like playing catch up thing. It will put you behind because you're not following your own. Like you said, literally, because you play catch up the whole time. You sitting back, really studying what the fuck I'm gonna do next. I can go completely left field with the shit, and you'll be like, "Well, damn, I thought she was gonna go this way with it. She didn't. Now, now I, I got no blueprint to follow. <laughs> figure out how she got over there because you thought. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> God, school. The times have changed. Times school have changed. changed, and again, I wouldn't go back to high school. Not, not now. <laughs> I go back. To my I had to go back with the coins. You hear me? <laughs> but I say, you, how much it costs to get a um frontal install right now? I'd say about two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. So if you were in high school, you know how to do that shit. First off, who's your clientele? Other students? Because where they getting the two hundred dollars? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> And like it's the playing field level now because people parents got it or because everybody making the same amount of money doing similar things. Uh, maybe I'm curious. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess the girl who's doing nails could afford to pay the girl who's doing frontals. Yes. So, but the girl who home ain't doing nothing. Do she just opt out and don't get your back? I would like to think that I'm going to be the. I'm probably going to be the parent. Like, I hope Camille got her own money, but I wouldn't, I could see myself being like, all right, back to school shopping, let me get her whatever the fuck it is she wants, and just hope that it don't break my fucking pocket. Okay. But I hope that by that time, she has her own money situation going in. I think that's a good feeling, too, to see that your kids out here buying their own shit. Yeah. Like, imagine buying your own car in high school. What? Wait a minute. Your parents be so proud. Right. Well, they didn't have to buy you a car. Being in high school, somebody, somebody in high school right now driving a Mercedes and probably bought it themselves. I'm not talking about the kids who, you know, got their own in front of their If you can afford to buy a Mercedes in high school, then what the hell are you doing here? 
<laughs> and it's like, damn, you already on that. What are you doing? Like we said, frontals. It's some girls in high school know how to do frontals. So you taking adults clients and high school clients because you have niggas, yeah. you have adult clients. Yeah. You and you booked and busy. You can be in high school driving in twenty twenty two. But you taking them out your bedroom? You could. Or you got making enough money to go to the salon. Damn. That's what I'm saying. You got all that. What the fuck you was still in high school for? Hey, <laughs> get your things and then dip the fuck out. No, and absolutely. Get your diploma. After and then you straight, you not. But damn, I would imagine if you could do like, like if you could really, if you got that kind of clientele when you were in high school, I imagine you started that shit so long ago. Just imagine going to ninth grade and you already know how to do like bust that, like just the styles that everybody wearing these days. Wow. And the amount of money we pay for the styles these days, you just in ninth grade with that fucking skill, you doing my hair, your homegirl hair, your cousin hair, your mom hair. That's a lot of fucking money for a ninth grader. You a six figure girl, a hair, you can do hair. That's a six figure business. You can be a six figure bitch in the ninth grade. You always better get on it. But you can't be a six figure bitch unless you got the funds, to, like the resources to get you to be a six figure. What bitch. resources do you need? You doing hair? I mean, if you learning, like you need the supplies to learn how to do hair, right? What supplies? Combs. How much is on Kim? The girls bring their own weave. I'm just trying to imagine somebody who is that's why 13. That's or 14 when you get to the night grade. Let's talk about just doing braids. If okay. they bring their own hair, I'm use a comb. Okay, braids. Some type of gel. I'm trying to, I'm like, and that's like it. Girl doing like frontals at 14 and I'm like, shit. And that's so much money. And it's so, that's something like, it's so simple. I, I, I looked at a YouTube video of a girl was like, how to make six figures just with these three things, a comb, gel, and I think she had like a, was it a chair? And like, she just all she had. Because mm. everybody's bringing their own fucking hair in. Okay. All you got to do is do, provide your presence in your hand. And if you charge Damn, little mama was working all brain, summer on that. No, she wasn't in high school. No, she just no I'm just saying, girl. I'm talking about like, just randomly. <laughs> like this, you, and people this who work part-time, who do hair work part-time can still make six figures just with hair. I mean, I'm not denying you it. work at night and work on the weekends. And again, if you charge a three hundred plus for braids, Oof. it only takes two hundred seventy four dollars a day to be Oof. a six figure girl. Okay, Miss Uh, that's uh, uh, yeah. two hundred seventy four dollars. If you do a fucking head, head of hair or two sets of hair that costs equal up to be two hundred seventy four dollars, you are and you can do that every day. You are a six figure girl. I know that's right. It's that I don't want to say it's that simple, but if you could sell a product that's two hundred seventy four dollars, do a service that's two hundred seventy four dollars, or break down some kind of way to make two hundred seventy four dollars every single day, you will have six figures. And if you are a girl who can do braids, get on your shit, cause goddamn, <laughs> it sounds shit. so simple. It's like okay, I just get a client, but then the, the hard part is getting the clientele. If you're not already established, yeah, because there's some girls who do amazing braids, amazing hair, but if you don't got the clientele, you can't make two seventy four a day because where are your clients at? But some people literally work every day. One client is literally three hundred dollars, and you made six figures by doing one client every day. I see this girl. I see this girl. I know we've talked about this before, but it was somebody charging like I don't know a thousand dollars for some braids. Jesus Christ, girl! And it was a talk about how somebody said that braids are like a luxury now, and I'm just have we lost the plot from the kitchen to luxury? No, dead ass. <laughs> Because how did a protective style turn into a luxury that I gotta pay a thousand dollars for it? Right. For braids, for knotless braids, mind you. Braids only last two weeks. Where did that come from? I, you know, and it was a whole ass discussion about y'all feel like I'll pay what you were or, you know, charge what you worth and pay people what they're worth and all this other stuff. And it's like, I get it, but you honestly, unless you're doing Beyonce's braids, how are you justifying a thousand dollars? Because who's your client, your target audience, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, who, who can afford to pay for that? Because it's not us. The people here in your neighborhood, you must be a celebrity stylist or something. Gotta be what Cardi it is. Cardi B can afford you. So maybe you're just bouncing around celebrity to celebrity and making them pay that. Do you think that Cardi B would... If she can. Let's, you know, obviously Cardi B can afford to pay $1,000 for braids. But do you think she would want to? Like, do you think she would? 
At this point, I don't even think she looks at the price tag. She'll probably see somebody who did something and be like, you know what, I want her. No matter what she charged. No matter what they charge. Because what is money be to nice. them? Yeah. <laughs> you saw Tay did this blonde That's ass wig on. Free. What's the name here? So you want that wig. You a celebrity. Get, call Tay people. Get him in here. I want this. I want the appointment. But I, I just wonder if they ever look at Because it's not. It wasn't that long ago <laughs> that you was broke. Like, you don't look at that. Right, right, but they're not broke wig. no more. So I don't think. And then other people I think are booking these appointments for them. So I don't know. Do Cardi be like, oh, I want to book Tay for this wig. Ooh, Tay charging $5,000. Or is it like, okay, Tay going to be here at 5 o'clock, Cardi? Because I have seen like certain celebrities be like, girl, the price. Or not celebrities. I don't say celebrities. But people who I know got money be like, ooh. That price tag a little hot, girl. I don't want to pay all that. So I be wondering, like, what's people's limit? What you know? And you got to think these are the same people who Cardi B. What Offset gave motherfucking um culture like fifty thousand dollars in cash. She's holding out a window. Do we really think these motherfuckers are looking at a oh they charge thousand dollars for my birthday? Like I don't think they're the type of people that's gonna look. Yeah. Now the influencers that we know, the Jackyanas and under or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. they might look at it and be like, bitch, a thousand dollars. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on, girl. <laughs> They gonna take a pause, but Beyonce them ain't gonna look at that shit. Okay. These hoes got motherfucking watches that are worth million dollar mentions. Like, <laughs> I'm just hoping I'm gonna still be like, oh bitch, that's too, that's overpriced. I don't care how rich I am. <laughs> it is overpriced. I think at some point rich people get to a point where like, you know, cause some people be like, just send me the invoice. Yeah. Just throw it in the bag. Then they, they don't question the price. I have you break down nothing. I like, just send me the invoice. Nope. Cause if you, it's something you really want. And I learned that about myself. Even if it's something so small as a water bottle. If you really want it, you're going to just pick that shit up. <laughs> or you're going to do whatever you need to do to make the money to get the shit. Yeah. Depending on how much it is. Depending on how much you care. If it's a bag, a shoe, a wig, you'll be like, hey, this wig, $500 fucking dollars, but I really want this motherfucking bust down. Like, <laughs> I'm going to have to wear some OT or sell some shit, but hey. <laughs> get my wig. I'm going to get my wig. But under no circumstances am I paying $1,000 for braids. Not my regular yeah, ass. No, I'm not paying not $500 for braids. for braids. Would you pay for a wig, though? Yeah. Because a wig lasts a long time. Yes, yeah, that's what years. I was getting at. Because braids Wigs are an investment. A temporary protective style. It is. What the fuck are y'all talking about? You can't reuse the braids when you take them no, out. No, you cannot. And they only last like two weeks. So why are they charging arm and leg for braids? I guess they're going to say because, you know, you stand here and my time and things like that. I get it. Charge, you know, what you feel like you are. But $1,000 for braids, again, we have lost the plot. <laughs> they, the braids are not luxury. Please cut the shit. They're braids. Like, what the hell y'all talking about? And it's like, it's some people, what's that? Okay, so 200 times five, that's $1,000. Mm-hmm. You charging 1000 for one head. So since you made $5,000 in five days versus the $1,000 that a normal <laughs> person would make. Uh-huh. So are you just trying to take a shortcut? Yes, or that's, just... that's what they were saying. That's what the girls were saying. Y'all bitches trying to be influenced. Y'all trying to be celebrities. Y'all trying to, you know, get your Hermes bag on my dime, on regular yeah, clients' dime. You're not yeah. a fucking celebrity sister. Because you just take your time with it and actually market towards the people who will really and support build you. build up the clients. You can build to the clientele because you can still make a thousand. You just had to do a couple more heads to get to it. You really want to be famous for celebrity stylist without ever having to do somebody's a celebrity's head. Like y'all not finna, you're not finna buy your Birkin on my dime, sweetie. Like like do what you got to do, but like y'all upcharging because y'all want to live this lifestyle that you see on the internet. Like you want to be this girl or whatever. You want to be Tay. You want to be whoever is bomb at doing whatever we. Like know your audience, know who you are, know your skills, know where you are, because you right here in the fucking. If you in Atlanta, doing motherfucking hair, talking about you charge five hundred a head for some fucking knotless. You don't even wash nobody's hair. Go you don't even wash the hair. You don't provide the hair. Like, where is the five hundred going? Oh, for your time. And you can't charge a thousand dollars if you live in St. Augustine. You could do that if you live in Atlanta, maybe. Maybe. But you can't do that if you live That's in Ocala. Like you right here in a goddamn trap house in somebody's kitchen talking about, yeah, this is gonna be a thousand dollars for what? 
This ain't even a luxury this ain't experience. Ain't You're not even giving me an experience. experience. Now you can sell me on an experience, telling me this is a if luxury you, style because this is an experience, and my salon is top tier. I wash, I treat, champagne, champagne. <laughs> motherfucking snacks that's top tier, not no fucking Cheetos. Ho, I'm talking about you really or doing it. Yes, your place is comfortable, it's secure, it's fucking cool. You got the air blowing in this bitch. It ain't kids running all over the place. <laughs> But you bitches don't give us that. No, you don't. You do you don't give your us mama that house. at all. Your child running house. around looking crazy. We in your mama house looking a fucking fool. But you talking about this a luxury experience. <sighs> Bitch, where? Friends are luxury. I could not believe they said that. I was like, okay. And look, that was shade to anybody in a salon who do whatever the fuck. Alrighty. And you look at, got us looking crazy. Like just, just know what you got going on, y'all. Know your audience. If you upgraded from a trap house um, salon to a motherfucking luxury salon, now I see why your price went up a little bit. Because I know you're paying more to be in this nicer space where kids are not allowed and it's building. fucking luxury, everything in here. Right. So now I see, yep, Tay went up on her prices again because, you know, she done switched salons. Fucking fair. Gotta or go. she done went to this class and she learned this new technique. So yeah, she charged yeah. whatever, she whatever. Tried whatever. She's, if I could, especially if I can see you like building. Hell yeah. Like, That's why I like to see you build. straight out the gate with a thousand dollars for a break. Pay me a thousand dollars for your break. Oh. Where's okay. the location? Oh girl, I'm right here at my mom's house. And now your mama got company. We all in here having a kumbaya. Like, I didn't come in for you. I don't know if you ever got your hair done and you just, or your makeup or whatever the service was. But you had to do it at somebody's home. And. It's not just day home. They don't got no separate space for it. So you in the middle of everything going on in the home. On one hand, I am so understanding. On the other hand, I'm like, I did not come here. I was just to put your that. child on my lap or to hand your child this pacifier. I, I didn't want to do none I, of that. I just came here to get a service done. And that's it. And that's it. And I hear your people them in the background arguing. It's a cookout in the backyard. What the heck? I'm out here with my leave out looking crazy. Which the thing is, like, I'm just thinking about the times where that has happened and I was getting, like, braids done nine times out of ten. And it's like, that's like the quintessential black experience. Like, I am not even gonna beat down on y'all for, for doing that. But you cannot be charging people upwards of $500 in doing that. That's all I'm trying to say. Unless you are elevating. That you went from awesome. your mama kitchen to a trap salon to a luxury salon to your own fucking salon to now you just teach it and everybody else working up under you. Right. That's how this shit works. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, I'm not a professional mm -hmm. stylist. And I'm just saying, that's how most people start. You start working in your house. And then by eventually, most people want to, like, retire out of it and just start teaching or owning their own salon. And other girls are just right. working and bringing them income. Right. Everybody got their mindset, though, so I'm shut up. But <laughs> do you. Like, <laughs> but don't be trying to scam people. I really feel like y'all trying to scam or take advantage of people. And it's just ugly. Like, I just feel like everybody trying to keep up with this lifestyle that they're not living. And it's. It's okay to not. It's okay. I just. It's okay. You gotta fucking rob your community of all their money. <laughs> Good grief. Thank you, Kim. Don't rob your community. Please. <laughs> Do not rob us. You're and it's people who genuinely want to support you, and you really like. I don't want to say spit in people's face, but it's like. You. And then. Uh, that price was not for me. No. And, and then y'all don't yeah, have good customer yeah. service at all. <laughs> don't know how to talk to people. Text me the book. Let me shut up. Because I tell people to text me the book. But still, you ain't charging a thousand dollars. I got no attitude if you text me at a weird ass time, I guess. But that just plays in the customer service. But yeah, God bless it. Yeah. I told that was a whole ass derail. We didn't even get to our topics and we're actually about done. <laughs> <laughs> what was on there? You have people a preview of next week. Well, um, communication is key. Like, do you agree or disagree? Absolutely. I absolutely agree. So, but you know, some people will take it a step further, be like comprehension and understanding. And you know, you just take it a step further, of yes. course, which I agree with. Yes. But just off rip. Communication is key. Do you think you're a good communicator? No, I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> These hoes. What do you want to be? <laughs> but one one thing I am, you know, you have to 
give trick people how you want to be treated, right? The golden rule. It, you know? <laughs> so if I'm out here being a shitty communicator, what can I expect from other people? True, 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 true. So just treat people how you want to be treated. Ugh, God bless it. Are you scared to tell anybody something? Like, has there ever been a time where you wanted to tell somebody something, but you were like, oh, I don't know if I want to say this? Yeah, I'm about to just have somebody else say it. Like, the other day we was on the phone, and I was like, Kim, you want to say it? You want me to say it? I was, if you would say no more, I don't want to say it. I'd be like, oh, shit. I but luckily you said it. And I'm okay to chime in after the first Even initial. though it's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> talking about chime in. It's about to start it for me. You know. That's not right. for me. <laughs> and I'll take it from here. But I just need you to do the initial stab and I'm going to just twist it. You know. <laughs> I have done that plenty of times. I don't know what, what that is. Because once they say it, you be fine or just kind of roll into it, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like some people hear things differently when it does not come from me. Uh-huh. And it came from somebody else. You've said that before. So, so I, I think, that. like, if I didn't like somebody's outfit, I'd be like, well, Kim, suggest to her that she tighten the belt up. I would tell you to tell her because if I say yes. it, it's automatic bullying and I'm being a bitch. You know what yes. I mean? But if Kim said it, it's like, okay, that could be a genius. Well, constructive criticism. Yes. Mm. And then once they fix the belt, I'd be like, yes, now turn it to the left. And you know, that's when I'm going to chime in because this was my thing and I just need to use it. Well, I need to fucking do it. <laughs> but now the initial blow is out of the way. Now I feel like I can chime in. We need to put that on the topic perception because money since i've known her she has talked about this issue of people feeling like if it comes from her then she's being a bitch she's being rude and i i've picked up on that i picked up on how people have received you like it's taken years of course watching interactions between you and other people but i've definitely picked up on that and <laughs> i don't think it's good for my friend Sometimes I don't even get a chance. Yes. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes she's a bitch. Fine. But I don't have it. She's not. But I'm like being the most genuine. It's people who really like, oh no, I, I know what she finna say. I can't even get a chance to like just yeah. give you and my what opinion. I can tell you, you ain't killed nobody, so I'm trying to figure out why. Yeah, the girls be outraged. Listen, I'm giving everybody the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> okay, so I mentioned the community. I'm kind of not talking about it, but just like you said, a little preview. The whole ghosting and distancing. Like, if you knew you didn't want to be somebody's friend anymore, yeah. but instead of having that honest conversation with them, you just kind of slowly if, but surely distance yourself. What if it's... Okay, or okay, okay, okay. Oh, you didn't want to talk to somebody okay. or date somebody anymore. Uh-huh. Instead of being like, you know what? Found somebody else, kind of want to be with them, can't do this with you anymore. Which is very hurtful, yes. Ooh. But it's honest... On the, on the same token, True. right? Yeah. It was, you know, people who think it's okay to just, okay, I'm just not going to call her no more. I'm not going to respond to her texts no more. I do think there are levels to it. If, I'm, yeah, if I, don't I don't know you from Adam, please move along. Just but move along and be okay with saying, yeah, so this is nice meeting you. But if we had a real thing going on, we had a real relationship, yeah. a real friendship, or real whatever, I, yeah. It kind of, it, it'd be nice to know what it the would. fuck is going on. Especially the person who's looking for that answer, yeah. And that also led to, some people like the feeling of being chased. So you know you want to distance yourself from this person, but you also like the idea that, oh yeah, she blowing my shit up. Oh yeah, such so as still trying to be my friend. I don't even want to fuck with her like that. But you like the idea of somebody hitting your line, so you kind of play into that. I'm going to let you know right now, if that's you, stay away from me. Cause stay I'm not, away from I'm me. I'm not going to, you're not going to get that satisfaction out of me. I'm not going to chase you. Ooh. This is not, I'm not, what, it's not Tom and Jerry. What's your rule? Like how many times you reach out to somebody for you like, you know what? Twice. It's twice. Can't say twice. fucking twice. If, you, if I don't hear from you after that, it's don't, don't you gotta be dead for me to <laughs> forgive you. Like you gotta be laid up in a hospital bed. Cause what's the excuse? Is it twice like okay, I called, they didn't answer, then I text, they didn't answer. So that's it. Or is it twice like called today, call you tomorrow. That's twice. Yes, that's twice to me. Okay. Separate occasions. Separate occasions. Two separate occasions to get in contact with you. You know, separate times. Cause I'm not somebody who will call you back to back. If I call you the first time, you don't answer. I might text you, but probably not. I'll just leave it alone until the very next day or you know a couple days later. If I call you again and you don't answer or you don't hit me back. 
But I'm just assuming you don't want to talk to me. And I feel like it's to assume. Yeah. Well, and then you get on the phone with the person, and this is when I said communication is key because now that person like, I'll just go and do a pod, or it could it could be that, or it could be you know what, this ain't gonna really work, and I was kind of mad, or this ain't gonna work because I want to talk to somebody, you know, it could be that type of conversation. Yeah, I do be trying to give people like you know we maybe try. they're going through something, maybe they're da, 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 da. we try right, we try, but like you have mentioned before, there's just really no excuse for no communication. No communication. Say at all. something. Say something. Anything. Right? Like say something, yeah. Because if it's seven days in the week, and if I don't constantly call you three days, and you know we're going on date number four, it's like you ain't answer this phone. Is it safe for me to assume that you don't want to talk? Yes, it's been almost four days. Okay, yeah. So when you do decide to hit a bitch line, it's like everything's supposed to be kumbaya. You know, some people can't jump right back into friendship, but some people are like, "Hey, bitch, I've been talking to you all week." Right. I mean, it wasn't like we was calling each other back and forth and not answering, yeah. but like, you know, hop back right into hop it. Hop right back into it. Some people can do that because they know their relationship. Right. But if you come to me, like, if you're a man, I'm so sorry to tell you, like, that's, if I haven't heard from you and then you try to hit me up, like, oh, what you doing? What you got going on? What's up? Where you been? Nigga, I was just hitting your line. Did you not see that shit? I'm going to actually ignore you. Right. I got to. You'll you never want- talk to me again. Because how dare you? Oh, dead ass. Motherfuckers' phones work. They do. And y'all be on them. Never deny. You be on the motherfuckers. And I'm the number one advocate of, you know, if you're on your phone, you don't necessarily have to answer whatever, whatever. But if you care about that person, if you know this person, if you give a fuck about this person at all, what's wrong with just saying something? Again, unless you're on your literal deathbed. Ain't nothing wrong with hitting a bitch back. God bless. But yeah. We'll save that for a nugget for next week. <laughs> we'll save all the cussing out. We from... have a lot to say. We always got a lot to say. <laughs> Will we ever run out of things to say? No. Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, y'all. Follow us on Twitter at the Even Exchange. On Instagram, we are Even Exchange Podcast. On Instagram, I'm Kimberly Latrice. Moa's Hey Pretty Lady underscore. We'll talk to y'all next week.